Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello guys and welcome to the first episode of Heavy Metal Tones for the year of 2023. I hope Christmas was good for you and you had a safe and festive new year, that the hangovers were worth it and that uh, you can see the old year out and the new year in. Um, here at Heavy Metal Tones headquarters we had a relatively uh, quiet New Year's Eve, it was lovely. A um, couple of bottles of very nice vintage wine and some expensive champagne later and I don't remember too much until I woke up the next morning at about nine <laughs> so it was a it was a good night it was a really 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 good night actually a lot of fun some played some Mario Kart and watched a few cheesy movies listened to some music uh, which is it was great anyway so first year first episode of the new year uh, all I want to say is I hope you hope that this new year is better than the last um, it wasn't a bad year, was it? It was just not a great year either. Uh, a lot of um, sadness with the passing of the Queen, um, Russia invading Ukraine, um, you know, sort of life getting back to sort of normal, sort of. Um, also, by the way, I'm in the middle of a thunderstorm here in Canberra, so if you hear thunder, um, it's not me doing some clever work with the effects, it's actually the weather, all right? Anyway... What I thought we'd do this year is is look at this episode, look at use it as a sort of a, a looking a stepping stone to look forward. What's going to happen for the year for me and for everyone else? Oh well, not everyone else. So if I could see what everyone else did, I would be great, wouldn't it? No, I'm just going to see what the year's going ahead here in HMT headquarters. So, um, firstly, I want to look at uh, the future of the podcast. So um, it's bubbling along; it's doing really well. I really, really enjoy doing it. I get a lot of good positive feedback and I get a lot of um, enjoyment out of recording it um, and get you know sitting there and come up with ideas um, you know what to talk about particularly the longer more sort of in involved um, uh, review episodes and some of the history stuff um, the last few weeks have been a bit hard for me here because uh, my father's illness is getting a little bit worse and um, I'm preparing to go back to the UK 
um, for a few weeks to visit him uh, for the last time. He's elderly. He's very old. Very old is my dad, and um, so that's so it's been on my mind a bit, really. And then, of course, you know, you've always got, you know, I work in an environment that gets busy at Christmas, and so you, you, you know, your mind's on that as well. So, future, future, future. So I'm actually I've just hooked up. Well, I said yes to start jamming again and playing with um, a couple of musicians. Um, to do some cover versions of stuff uh, on bass. I have been twiddling my thumbs. They're all ahead of me by about two weeks, and I've just been sort of dragging my feet. Um, basically just covering, like, we're doing a couple of Killing Joke songs. We're doing Bowie, T-Rex, Talking Heads, um, all that sort of stuff, right? Nothing heavy, because the guys that I'm going to play with don't listen to anything heavy, although Killing Joke is quite heavy. So, you know, that will be interesting. Uh, um, it's interesting that the pieces of music they've chosen are all bass heavy, like the the David Bowie track numbers are all um, Jacko, Jacko Pastorius or P, uh, um, Palladino on bass, and they're like genius. It's like, how am I going to catch up with that? It's been 20 years since I played uh, in anger with another man. So... Um, that sounds disgusting, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Um, it's been a little while since I've picked a guitar up and played with a bunch of guys. Um, I usually just play on my own, so be quite interesting. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and there's another, another, also another few irons in the fire. Someone else wants me to play with them, and they're like doing uh, porcupine tree stuff. And yeah, it's gonna, be, it's, it's interesting. It's nice to be in demand. Uh, until they hear me play, and then they'll go, "Don't come back again." I'm sure. Uh, anyway. That's that. I'm also looking to do some. I want to do. Oh, looking at a Patreon uh, outlet for the show to just help pay for, because I pay about forty US dollars a month for the um, hosting for the podcast, and whether it's not a lot of money, it really isn't. It, it's just not over the course of a year. It's just nice if I could sort of make it a bit more viable. Um, you know, I'm gonna start doing merch and I want to you know probably do a YouTube channel and so on but that takes time and money uh, I'm thinking about doing a Patreon channel I just don't know whether my content is sort of thing that people want to pay money to listen to um, please do come to my website and to sorry to my Facebook page and let me know I mean I would love to know what kind of thing you'd like to hear I mean deep down if the world was correct and you could do it legally I would do Patreon episodes where I would do a playthrough of the song, then talk about the song, then play through the song and talk about the song. Fortunately, unfortunately, copyright rules uh, forbids me to do that. Um, I can do it uh, if I buy the rights to the song, but to buy the rights of the song, I think on average, I looked at doing Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner, and for me to buy the rights to play it through it was something like 500 bucks. Um, and it was like, I just, it's just, it's beyond my pocket, unfortunately. Um, for the show, so I will look into it if I can do if I can get shorter segments, maybe that might be the way at looking at doing it. I also want to upgrade my mic, um, my laptop needs upgrading, it's coming to the end of its life now. Um, this is not for you guys to worry about. I mean, it will still look the show will go ahead. If the laptop dies, I buy a new laptop, that's just the way it is. But I was thinking I might look at going and doing that. 
Um, so it will probably be ad free. It'll probably be released if I this release on a Wednesday and as normal, the Patreon might get the episode on the Monday instead of the Wednesday because I record on the Monday. Uh, maybe you get it two days earlier, ad free. I don't know. I don't know if people would want that. Um, if that's the case, brilliant. Then I only have to record one show and you just get it um, cheap. I'm thinking of sort of one price point only, like five dollars a month, flat done. I don't need any different tiers. I don't have that kind of um, sort of time, really. Uh, maybe we could do one-offs. Maybe we could do, you know, because um, I do censor myself here language-wise. So maybe we could do that a little bit of that. We could do some phone-ins. I'm thinking of doing um, a, a live um, quiz, Heavy Metal Tones quiz. See if anyone wants to come and listen to that. Uh, being on the other side of the world, it's a bit tricky time zone differences but anyway so that's that's what i'm thinking of for the future of the show uh again we'll see how we go let's see how it sits um again i I just feel that that might be the way if i release the single the album sorry the album hey the the program on a monday instead of a wednesday and you get it for with no ads and um and sooner fine if if you that if that's your kind of thing Anyway, looking forward, looking forward into 2023, um, there's some really big albums and big bands coming out. Um, I'm going to sort of, excuse me, I'm going to click things down and do and do weird things with my computer as we talk. Uh, I wouldn't write this down, but there was so much of it um, that I couldn't actually, uh, where are we? Uh, there we go. Um, there we go. I'm just going to click on here. We go right. Tappity tappity tappity. That's what you come for. That's what you come for. Now I found I can get up to August, so um, well, up, up to May, I think it is. So new albums come in for the year to come. Uh, well, before we do that, let's talk about where where we're looking at. What kind of any big 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 things on the horizon? I think. What I'm looking for is um, more shows, really. Um, now that, apart from what's happening with China at the moment, uh, more international acts coming to Australia. Uh, I'd love if I could sometime in the year look to booking Varkin for the following year because that's, that's my wife and I's 30th wedding anniversary. And if I can her to persuade her to come along to a major metal festival in Germany, you never know, right? You never know. Um, interviews. Bang, bang, crack. Sorry. I've got some interviews lined up. Um, I'm going to do... I'm interviewing Mike from Metal Ruse um, sometime in Jan. That will be a tester because I've, I don't want to line up some big acts and I've got some you know big names that, wanna ch- that are willing to chat to me. And I, it's exciting. I don't want to give it away because I don't want to spoil it um and then i go to re- interview them on skype or wherever it is and i don't know how to edit properly and, and fuck it up and then it ends up you know i i end up lo- looking like an idiot a bit so um i'm gonna do those mics the big one first i'm gonna get benji back in we can do some more historic based ones um that was a big hit when he was here last he's got a lovely voice for radio um you know i'd love to I've got a few others I want to line up. Um, he doesn't know it yet, but Matt, might, I'm trying to get him on the show to 
he's the biggest Iron Maiden. He's got the biggest Iron Maiden collection I know of any, of anyone, and I'd love him to walk me through his collection. That would be a really nice um, chat with with Matt on the show there, um, and then possibly you know, um, as I said, Patreon stuff. But yeah, more live shows I think for 2023. I'm not going to say you know peace and love and mankind crap because you know it ain't going to happen. We're humans. We make we make some terrible, terrible human mistakes, and that's where it is. Maybe some live stuff. Maybe I might do a live show, um, a stream it live, and see how we go. That's always that could be interesting. Uh, we, uh, who knows? Um, I'm trying to tee up some podcast doubles with some other uh, music-based podcast shows so we can sort of uh, do some interviews with them and cross-platform them that, that that's on, on the gar- cards written down in my to-do list uh, I do want to get to round to um, finally hopefully I've got a huge record collection I'd like to get round to doing um, as my original plan was once a month a dive through my collection grab a record and then talk about it i think that's probably going to happen if i can if i can squeeze it in there's so much to talk about you know so much to to get your head around so let's let's move on to what's coming musically um in oh i keep knocking the mic sorry guys what's coming musically in 2023 so 23 so this is this is purely from a Wikipedia page. Nothing exciting. I haven't got massive insights to the industry. Uh, I do have connections, but um, this is just stuff that I've sort of looking at. So in January, which we're in now, guys, would you believe it? January twenty-three. Um, we've got some. Okay, the biggest, the big names for me are Obituary, uh, Catatonia, um, Steve Vai, and Uriah Heep. Have got. Um, albums out. Um, Obituary, the new album is Dying of Everything. Now, those that don't know who, who Obituary are, they are an American death metal band formed in Tampa in Florida in 1984. Um, they basically are one of the sort of founding members of the Tampa Bay area um, death scene. Uh, they really, really are. I mean, I saw Obituary um, 93. I'm thinking 1990, I think, at the Hams of Odeon. I really think, if I remember rightly. Um, This will be there. Let's have a look. This will be their 13th studio album, actually. The last one was 2017, so some time ago now. Um, So a big gap um, for them. I think because the world is changing when it comes to the death metal scene there's so much in it it's so varied that it's difficult for a lot of these bands to feel um valid and to feel um wanted in in the music scene i think that what we don't what they don't realize is a lot of people out there really love them and are looking forward to hearing them start their stuff um there's no there's no information on on it uh really all i've got is it's releasing January. Uh, that's it, basically. Um, and it's called Dying of Everything. I mean, as long I'll be honest with you, I I'm over um, the COVID references in in modern music. There is a point there where you go, look. I know we've lived through it. It's the thing that every single person on this planet experienced. 
Um, but it's not something that you always want to then go back to, right? It's sort of move on a bit. Yeah, we know about it. We've been there. Move on. Um, Catatonia. Now, Catatonia are one of those bands where I think I like them. And then I, I sort of, because I love progressive rock, as you know, and Catatonia are a Swedish progressive um, rock band from Stockholm, formed in 1991. And, you know, they're, they're sort of like the cornerstone of that um, progressive death metal scene. Uh, so, and that's a difficult, a difficult, um, hang on, this is their, well, let me on, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 13th studio album that you come here to listen to me count right the 13th studio album the last album was in 2020 this now is sky void of stars is 2023 it's a difficult i find progressive death an interesting medium uh genre because death itself is quite progressive in itself and then what do you do when you progress in death right um, i mean i think all they're doing is i think like anything with progressive music it's more about the musicianship of the protagonists over the style of music that's played so it's you know whereas you and i or maybe you don't know you might be talking to music musical geniuses out there but myself if i was to play death it'd be um heads down bums to the wall um as fast as you can go right whereas uh, and as heavy and as nasty as you can go whereas the progressive death stuff is a bit more it's a bit more technical they're using much more inter- interesting chord shapes and time signatures and they're, they're a bit more uh, than just the brutality of death like the deicides of this world they're a bit more they're not easier listening because some of it's hard listening right but it's it's uh, it's just got more texture I think is the right term so that's coming out that 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 interests me a lot. There's a couple of good progressive um, death metal bands uh, releasing stuff in the next um, few months, actually. Uh, um, and then, then you, I mean, you jump from that and you've got Steve Vai. Now, I have to tell you that this album name, I, I don't know if it's going to change, but I saw it and I thought, oh, there's a very, there's a very bad um, album name. It's called Vi Gash. Now, now I don't know. There's some people out there listening to this around the world where the gash is not a rude word. Where, where I come from, and where most people in America and the UK and Australia, gash is uh, is a name for you know lady garden. You know, you know what I mean. Something that we and women men don't have, women have got, and I don't mean integrity. All right. Yes, that's coming out now. Um, you know what can I say about Vi? I mean, I've seen Vi. I saw Vi with White Snake at Donington in 1990. It could be 91, uh, 89 or 90. God no. Anyway, that headline. It was amazing. It was the first year he played his seven string wizard of guitar. He is an amazing guitarist. You know, Passion and Warfare is one of my favourite albums. You know, um, does it go on? Yes, it does. Is it a bit too? Guitar wankery, maybe. Does this? Oh, there goes the thunder. Does the sound get a little bit too um, widdly diddly? Yep. But you know, people people love that, and if they love that, brilliant. And he's got his place. Uh, he's a technical genius. Sometimes with technicality, you lose originality. 
you know i heard i was listening to watching a brilliant um uh, guthrie govern uh tutorial on youtube now if you don't know who guthrie govern is he's uh a wonderful guitarist uh british guitarist that's been around a long time now and he plays with um he plays with Stephen wilson he does his own solo stuff um he's with the um aristocrats he's just a genius an absolute genius i would highly recommend you going to his youtube channel and watch him play um, but he said this wonderful thing he said that um you know there are people out there that can watch an album listen to the tool album the latest tool album and play it note perfect all the way through you know straight away within one listen through um but then you ask them to improvise and to to use a bit more of their originality they can't they're completely stuck because they need to help be told it's like the way I, when i play computer games right i like first person shooters but i only like that i like structured stuff tell me you go there kill that move on i don't really enjoy what open world stuff and this is because i get lost and, and confused <laughs> old man moments right oh it's an old man thing um but you know it's the same with um it's the same with, with with this stuff it's the same with with the music and and i find that stuff like that is a little bit soulless sometimes yeah you know it is what it is right hang on where am i at my computer's thing okay so you know that's i'm looking forward to it like i really um, i like vi i'll see how he goes i mean a couple of songs and i might get a little bit bored um but it might also go, it might send me into raptures. Who, who knows? This is the beauty. This is why we're looking forward to it, the stuff that's coming out. I mean, the stuff I'm picking here is just some of the bigger names. There's going to be, I mean, there's so much. I just put on my on the view list for the Metal Ruse um, stuff. A lot of stuff's coming off of Transcending Obscurity, the website, uh, label from India. Man, some of the stuff that's coming out of there is just, it'll blow your mind. Do me a favor. Um, I'll put a link into their website. Go and look at the stuff that's coming out of there. It's it is uh, it's the future of extreme metal. I, I I think just in general, just the quality of the artwork, the quality of the production, the t-shirts. I mean, it's the the, the merch. It's just beautiful stuff. It really, really is. And they're also home to my favourite band at the moment, which is Heads for the Dead. So um, you know, go and head out there and have a look. You know. Anyway, back to my list. Where am I? Back is my list again. Okay, come on, where is it? Alright, uh, nope, nope, here we go. Yeah, so that's Catatonia. Um, you know, progressive stuff, brilliant, you might enjoy it. Sky Void of Stars, okay. In Uriah Heap, I mean, Uriah Heap are like the grandfathers of heavy rock, right? I mean, I'm not going to go on about Uriah Heap. There, there are Uriah Heap fans out there. I've got my friend's father who's in his 80s, absolutely loves Uriah Heap. Um, and you know their albums come in chaos and color it will be another Uriah Heap album be another classic heavy rock album that will you can park yourself in front of it and just enjoy the fantasy of heavy rock and be taken away in in the ability to play great music and they've done that for 50 years almost just brilliant brilliant you know without them um you know a lot of bands wouldn't exist so it's nice to see that they're still going strong way back into 2023 i'll tell you let me click on nelly i'll tell you when uriah heap formed 1969 in london there you go right that's uh that's some time ago they have sold 40 million albums worldwide 
40 million albums. And I like that whole, I might even do a whole episode on that genre of heavy rock. You know, the Bad Finger, Uriah Heep, uh, Free, you know, Deep Purple, all that kind of stuff. Um, it does, it rocks my boat, you know. So it's actually, what is it now? It's 50, 56 years, no. Yeah, if they formed in seven, if they, 69, so that's 54 years old. That's a long time to be going. Now, there's not all the original lineup, I'm sure. But uh, what, a, what a fantastic achievement, really. What a fantastic achievement. And there isn't an album, I don't think, that doesn't um, work, you know. Really, really, really good there. I think just a brilliant, brilliant achievement. Anyway, um, on the back of that, I'm going to go and warm my tea up. Uh, it's really sticky and hot and humid now here in Canberra because of the rains come down. For those of you who want to know, um, summer finally arrived on Christmas Eve. And I head off into the cold winter of London um, very soon. So that'll be an interesting experience for me. I haven't travelled overseas in 20 years. So anyway, there you go. So enjoy the adverts. Um I hope making notes some of these stuff I want you to I'm going to come back to some of this stuff when it's released and we'll do some reviews of it and see what we thought of it right anyway talk to you on the other side guys bye for now hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
Welcome back to part two, guys, uh, of the looking forward into 2023. Um, I'm also looking forward to getting some gigs over in the UK. I've got um, uh, Evening with Stephen Wilson. It's not music, but it's a interview. I'm going to a recorded interview with him, and we get to meet him afterwards and chat, and I am very, very excited. That's at the, um, at the Beggar's Banquet in uh, East London, uh, and I am, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Near Brick Lane Markets, um, three hours of uh, music nerdiness and it's gonna I'm gonna be in, in seventh heaven I really am I'm gonna get a new album of his well not his new album but he's produced he's like helped rec- like put together a prog sort of um, compilation album of greatest songs from the most important songs of the, of the genre uh, and I'm gonna get a signed CD and a chat when I'm getting to meet him and I'm, I'm just yeah I'm, I'm just a bit I'm sort of Really excited about that. I'm going to see Girls' School and um, Alcatraz uh, the following day at the in Camden. Uh, and I'll, I'll just grab some gigs when I wherever I am, whatever. If I see something there, I'm going to see it. Anyway, um, of course, then we've got the Metal Festival here in Canberra when I get back, and I'm, that's going to be really fun. There's so much on that at the basement. Um, so much, so much... Uh, uh, on the, there's two over two days. I'm gonna be jet lagged, but who gives a fuck, right? It's gonna be so good. It'll be good, to, good to catch up with friends after being away for a couple of weeks. Um, right, so yeah, on, let me get back to this. Right, so where were we? There we go. I was talking about your right heap on the beginning of that. Now I'll go back out there. Clickety click, baby. See all this love you come with the sound effects. So. Where were we? We we left off at URI Heap in January. So February is a really busy month. Um, you know, uh, we've got quite a few uh, popping up in there. We've got Dream Theatre, but it's a compilation album, so not really... It's a compilation of demos. So, yeah, yeah, yeah nah. the, the one that stands out for the most for me is um, In Flames, the, their uh, album Foregone. Um, it's their 10th... I think it comes out on the 10th of Feb, and it's their 14th studio album. Uh, I took. I went to see In Flames at the basement uh, in a big killer free night of In Flames, um, Haunted and Witchery. Now we didn't have a good time with In Flames. We thought they were pretty poor, uh, which was sad because they're one of those bands where you go, "Oh my God, it's In Flames!" Like the Swedish, you know, they're like 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 my God, um, you know, sort of the founding fathers of the, of the, of the, of that particular genre, you know, of the, um, oops, bang, crash, wallet, what a picture, hitting the mic again, of the, just of the Swedish heavy metal, death metal, um, subgenre. Uh, look, they, I mean, I, I, at the time, it'd been a long night, which we were very hard to beat. When they came out and did Nosferatu, you know, my God, it was unbelievable. What a night that was! They and the Haunted were brilliant as well, right? And they were all swapping musicians because some of them was some of them. I think there was a problem with the bass player from Haunted. He's someone had died in his family. Sorry to hear, and he had to go back to Sweden. Um, and just in flames were a little bit, as Benji put it, why wear a baseball cap inside when you've got long hair unless you're going bald? He he didn't like it at all, and I I sort of was with him there. Uh, I, I mean, oh, yeah. Anyway, I'm still looking forward to the album because I still listen to their albums. I just think that particular live performance wasn't that great. So that's the big one, I think, for for Feb. Um, 
let's hope that they sort of are keeping with the same sound as the previous album because it was a cracker um apart from that then you've got yeah i'm looking and i'm i'm not being oh okay yeah then you've got um steel panther steel panther release their album on on the prowl now the one thing about steel panther's album on the prowl that's releasing in february it has some um interesting um people on it we've got dave navarro from jane's addiction and d snyder obviously from uh, our favorite uh, stupid makeup band okay you know what i'm talking about come on do i have to tell you do i have to do i have to spell it out come on who is it you're all calling out twisted sister i hear you shout yes it's twisted sisters d snyder so that look they could be a redeeming factor i went through my steel panther phase yes saw them about two maybe three times a couple of festivals one separately in sydney um my mate dave good old dave who i was chatting with him today he was wearing a soylent green t-shirt go on here dave mate fantastic um he got his name in the album because he he pre-ordered it from jb hi-fi which is a a store in australia that sells like computer and music and stuff and he got his name in the booklet look to say that i think that steel panther is one dimensional is an understatement i feel the that that time that moment has gone um it really has the why, why did bad news and spinal tap work because it was a moment right there is a moment where you can have a laugh at hair metal bands and the misogyny of hair metal bands and the whole sunset strip thing and the guys wearing makeup and looking like women, um, you know, and having sex with everything that moves and sniffing anything that's white and isn't, and, and, and you know, that will get you high and all that and booze. And it, there is a point. Yes, you know, we do, sorry here when I'm going to say this, but we do whistle along to, you know, Asian hooker and glory hole and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's funny. And then it goes really, really boring um, to the point where if I, it's, I mean, I can't tell you, it's so boring in my opinion. It's so one dimensional. So that's a big name coming into next year. Um, I never, I, I didn't listen to the last one. Um, I just didn't, you know, I don't wear the shirts. I've got three or four of them. I don't wear them. Um, I can't remember the last time I put on a Steel Panther album. In fact, it was probably balls of steel whatever it was um when it came out oh no no it's not true i think i listened to the last one fractionally um but it's just yeah it's just a bit one-dimensional guys um if you love it fine be my guest if you that if that's the kind of thing you love brilliant uh i just think it's a little bit basically so for me the pick from what i can see on this list for um for feb really is in flames uh, to be honest, I mean, some stuff on there, but no. Um, moving into March, my birthday month, the month where I, month where I turn the big 5-0, huh? A very good and very interesting album is coming out, and I'm very excited by this particular album and by this particular band. I'm very sad, and suddenly I didn't take the opportunity to see them when they played in Canberra at the basement. I was like, oh, no. No, no. I'm not interested. I've got other things to do. And that's London's very own progressive 
the black metal band Haken, H-A-K-E-N. They're coming out with a new album, Fauna, um, F-A-U-N-A. Um, they were formed in 2007 by multi-instrumentalist Richard Henshaw and guitarist Matthew Marshall and vocalist Ross Jennings. It, they are crazy. They're, they're like... Um, they're like my favourite outside of Neo Bliviscaris, they as in, as it comes to progressive um, metal bands. They're just real fun. And, and, and what well, fun's the wrong word. I'm not saying fun. They're intense. They're really intense and very, very clever. Um, there's keyboards. Uh, the mix is really... Um, the mix is really... How do I say? It's quite doomy in some places. It's quite sludgy in some areas. It's also quite... Um, quite, it's a movable feast, you know, because it goes from sort of, sort of really intricate, um, interesting, strange 10 8 time signatures, 16 4, whatever, and then it goes to sort of like really straightforward balls to all rock and roll, and then it's got this sort of um, you know, modern metallic progressive sound. I loved it because their um, one of their albums was released on my birthday on eighth March, March the eighteenth back in two thousand sixteen. I was like, well, it was a good present. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> um, they, we've had some, they've had some um, some ups and downs, some people leaving, which it might change the sound. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I still think that you know, Mountain, the two thousand and thirteen album, was a corker. Um, 2016's Affinity that came out on my birthday I really enjoyed um, Virus was okay again you know <sighs> Virus is it really aimed at the whole Covid thing who knows it probably was I listened to it and I think there was Covid connections <sighs> I may be wrong guys you might be shouting at the speakers going there's nothing to do with Covid you wrote it before and they probably did um, it's just shooting fish in a barrel you know when it comes to that, for me, um, yeah, it was not. It was announced during the pandemic, so it may was. I don't think it was probably written about the pandemic, but mm, you know, prosthetic, which is a brilliant song uh, on the album, I really, really loved. Um, it was, you know, they had they had collaborations. Um, they were going to have collaborations with Jeff Hanneman and Robert Fripp. Jennifer Jeff Hanneman died sadly. Robert Fripp was too busy. Uh, it it is, yeah. It's it's a fantastic, very progressive. Getting Robert Fripp if they could on onto that, you know. Um, hey, but anyway. Um, so that's the album I'm, I'm looking forward. Probably the ones I'm looking forward to the most in the early part of this year. I think um, it's a Huckin album. I'd love to see them live. If they were going to come back here, that'd be brilliant. But if I'm overseas and are there, I'll see them. They're well worth, well worth it. If you're in town and they're playing and you want, you know, gold standard progressive death metal, they're um, extreme metal, they're the, way to, they're the guys to go to, really. Um, and then you've got, I mean, Frozen Crown, they are good German. Well, they German? Oh, hang on. Pardon me. Italian power metal band, sorry. They might be worth a bit of fun. Uh, they do some great stuff. Um, Chelsea Grin. I've got a friend of mine who likes Chelsea Grin. Um, hardcore American. You might enjoy that. They, the next one's coming out in uh, Surfer in, uh, Suffer in Heaven. 
uh, deathcore, sorry. I always get that sort of grindcore, deathcore stuff mixed up. It's a little not. It's a little bit beyond me, deathcore. Um, it's not the music. Um, it's the. I don't know. It's that look. It's that, you know, um, cut off, uh, cargo pants just beyond the knee, big chains, chunky shoes, and the propensity to sort of just run around in a pit smacking each other. And look, if you like doing that, all well and good. But when I go to a gig. I want to watch the band. I don't really need to think I'm going to end up in hospital. You know, even when I was younger, I wasn't really into that shit. I'd pogo all over the place. But then when you pogo and you're just jumping around pushing, these guys sometimes want to actually hurt you. It, it's just a crazy stuff. It's not really me. I said, the music's all right, sort of. It's a bit new metal-y for me. Anyway, but that that could that could be a possible interesting one that's coming out there. Um, what have we got here? And that's, you know, for... Oh, Neo Bliviscaris, of course. And I mentioned them before a couple of weeks ago. Neo Bliviscaris' new album comes out. That's going to be really exciting. Exul. Um, that is gold, gold, platinum, triple gold, standard, progressive, uh, extreme metal from Melbourne. They're touring at the moment. I'd love them to get to Canberra. My God, guys, if you're listening to this show, Tim and, and all you guys, please come. It, you've always come here before. It, fantastic. Um, it, that is an album I'm going to get. I'm going to turn the lights on, turn the lights off, put my expensive noise cancelling studio headphones on, and indulge myself in an hour of, of beautifully written music. And then, so we move into April, um, and I've only okay. See, the one that's going to overshadow everything April is Metallica's '72 Seasons. All right. As I said before, when I reviewed the single, I thought the single was lame and soft and I didn't enjoy it it doesn't mean the album's going to be the case it might be a, um, a you know a nod back to influence it might be um, something absolutely you know sickingly fantastic and then I have to then eat my words and go wow what an album and I, you know what I hope so because as I said Death Magnetic was a I thought was a double album of poo I didn't really enjoy anything well I suppose the wrong word I thought it was just bland bland it was like Maiden's coming out with a double album. Shit, we better get double double album out. Um, they're never going to be in the same sphere as Maiden. They can't, not anymore. They they they've lost they've lost the plot. Um, and sadly, because you know they, I love the band. I truly do. Um, up until the Black Album, we've discussed this before on the show. I'm not going to go through it again. Um, so that will overshadow everything that's released. It unfortunately, like Power Wolf released an album in in May. You know, into idiom, why bother? Well, not why bother. That's not true. Please release everything you can um, when you can, but it will get sort of swallowed up. It, every every media outlet will be Metallica, 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 and so be it. They have a huge media machine, and they will gobble every minute they can um, on every moment of and every section of um, of written word in the music media will probably be that album. I'm not going to rush to listen to it on day of release. I'm not going even to order my copy. I'm just going to wait till I can stream it. And if I like it, I will get the hard copy. But yeah, that's some, some, you know, it's that's it's a shy, it's a shame um, that it's going to be. Now these stuff, these albums, I'm just cherry picking from the list I've got. Okay, April, that's April, and then that's it really um, for what I've got. In, my, in this particular piece of information but there's some really interesting stuff that's coming 
um, bands with with albums in production. This is really exciting. This is this is the sexy side of it, guys. This is where it gets sexy. Okay, um, this is what I'm really excited about. Accept. Uh, I'm going to read them out. Accept. Brilliant. Ace Freely. Acid Rain. Airborne. Alice Cooper. Well, dear Alice, could you please, 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 maybe think of stopping? Because the last album was an absolute atrociousness. It was if you want your if you want your image to maintain and your heritage to stay the same. I know you've made albums that people don't listen to are brilliant and and thank you Benji for getting me onto them like you know like Dada and things like that. You know, really really great great albums. Um, is it Dada? Oh my God! See. I'm sitting here, my brain goes into old man mode, and I have to, let me just look at his discography. This is what you're coming for, discography, you're coming, oh, come on, you know, that's what you want, yeah. Because he did a load of albums, didn't he, in the 80s that no one listens to, that Benji absolutely loves, and got me listening to, and I really like it. Um, let's have a look. Right, where, where, where are we, where are we, where are we? Let's go back. Have a look. Right, studio albums. Zipper Catch Your Skin and Dada, yeah. They're the two albums that Benji likes me to listen, likes to listen to, and I, I generally think they're pretty good. I really like Raise Your Fist and Yell as well. And I don't mind Trash, because Trash does sort of take you back to being at school or just leaving school. But um, Detroit Stories was a shocker, an absolute shocker. Um, but anyway, that's a, that, we're not here to review that. We're just here to, to talk about the stuff that's coming out. So, where was I? Hmm. Yeah, Anthrax again. Uh, go through phases of Anthrax. Uh, pass up getting a ticket to see Anthrax with uh, with Public Enemy and kick my fucking self on that one. Uh, that would have been amazing. Artillery with our friends at Artillery. Um, well, we saw them live here in Canberra, their, first, their very first Australian tour. Went backstage with them. They're bloody lovely guys. Benji's in contact with the band a lot. Um, we did a video, a little 40th anniversary video for their webpage. Go and have a look. Uh, they're, again, they're sort of like heritage, heritage man. Brilliant. I uh, highly recommend them. And then we've got Petushka has got a new album out. Now, they're touring, hopefully. Hopefully they're going to come to Australia. That's what they're saying they are uh, next year. That's what they're saying on their web page. But they said that last time it didn't turn out. I want them to come. I want them to bring the church of uh, their church of black um, funeral dirge doom. It's going to be amazing. That it will just blow the walls off the basement if they come here. And even if they don't play the basement, they're going to play Sydney. I'm going. I really am. Um, and then you've got uh, Candlemas. Now, really, for me, there's only one Candlemas, and that's with Messiah Marcolin. Uh, you all know that I saw them live. Um, I don't know whether the Swede Doom Giants, who they line, what their lineup is for this new album. Um, let's have a look. Um, no, on vocals is uh, Jochen Langvist. Do you like that? Jochen Langvist. I did it. Hey, Swedish listeners. Um, I'm hoping that it, it, it was as good as the last album. I thought the last album was a bit of a cracker. 
um, was a bit of a quiet giant, a, a sleeper there, that one. Um, if none of you have have listened to the last album, but the last album was uh, uh, was the the Door of Doom, uh, which I thought was a a brilliant brilliant album. So hey, let's see let's see if they can if they can if they can replicate it. Um, so that's exciting. And then we've got um, Children of Bottom have come out as a live album, you know. Um, Chuck Billy's doing a solo album. Dark Angel, oh, oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be uh, Deaf Angel, Deicide, Deaf Clock. Come on, got a bit. Who doesn't want to be a Deaf Clock? And if you want to jump into some um, classic metal from the eighties, you've got Dokken and Doro. Europe are releasing a new album. I always feel that Europe, if they, if they hadn't go to, had to go to... Because in Sweden, you, you have to go and... Um, at 18, you have to enter the army, the tour of duty sort of thing. And I think, had they not done that, they would have been one of the biggest bands in the world. And I think... You know, I know that everyone, Final Countdown, is one of those sort of kishi singles, but the actual album is really good. And it's actually a very good album as well. Exciter, Exodus, um, you know, I mean... I've got Guns N' Roses, but I'm going to set up the quiet. Um, you know, Yagpanzer, that they're a great band. They've got some stuff coming out. Uh, what have we got? Judas Priest. Now that, come on now. Who doesn't want Priest? Very, very hard to follow Firepower. Very, very hard. And then Camelot. I saw Camelot here in Canberra. I'm not a massive fan. It was a bit... Oh, look, Dave loved it. Um, it power metal is great it was enjoyable she can really sing a tune not my thing uh king diamond wow can he can he hold the falsettos can can he do it let's see um the album's called the institute i think it's been delayed a few times so that will be interesting um and then we've got lita ford and if you want more classic metal and living color man that I was always in awe, always in awe of the bass player from Living Colour. Um, I used to think it was amazing because they were, they were, and and I'm not saying this to say racist, but a black band or an ethnic band, um, African American band that played heavy rock and heavy metal. I just it was just like, um, for me, it was quite a, a, an astounding thing. And um, uh, Doug Wimbish on on bass just. Yeah, really credible, credible. Now, I think the original bass player, I mean, Alex Mosley, um, that's who I'm thinking of. And just, you know, sort of... Actually, no, I think it's Jerome Harris. There's a couple of them. Anyway, the bass, play, the bass parts on the original band lineup were crazy. And I always thought that... Um, that... that um, Sorry, I'm going to try and get back to where I was. Um, I do this, I tab out of things, um, and you know, and I go, where the bloody hell was I? And all these tabs I've got open, and I close them. Um, so where was I here? Living color, yeah. So that's really exciting. Uh, I think that might be something that will be worth uh, jumping into. Um, I'm just going to click on it again, and just to make sure. Uh, yeah. See, so it means heavy metal, funk, jazz, hip hop, punk. They just were a good mix. They were a really good crossover band. I would like to have seen them with Beastie with the Beastie Boys. That would have been a pretty amazing, um, pretty amazing 
lineup, wouldn't it? Right. Um, yeah, Doug Wimbish. That's the bass player I'm thinking of. Anyway, moving on from that. So then we've got Lordy. That might be fun. Man of War. Now how are they going to go? Loudest band in the world at one time. Uh, my mate Mark blew his eardrums listening to Man of War. Put his head to their bass speaker and uh, yeah, yeah. Well, crazy Mark did that stuff. Merciful Fate, Metal Church, Morbid Angel, Morbid Saint. My God, guys, what a year! Nile, Nita Strauss, Obsessed, Onslaught, Overkill, Possessed. I mean, this is this is big stuff, really big stuff. Um, you know, Sacred Reich, Sadus. Uh, you know, this is stuff. I'm, I'm sorry, Sodom. I mean, it's. Suicidal Tendencies, not my thing, but people love it. Symphony X, not my kind of thing, but people love it. Um, you know, why violence? They were meant to come over and tour, weren't they? Um, hopefully they still, I would say, could write, say could write, are still coming. I don't think violence are coming with them. Um, prong, if you know that kind of thing. There is a certain Prong fan base out there. It leaves me completely cold. Uh, same with Helmet. I always think of Prong and Helmet in the same sort of um, genre. Um, Cro-Mags if you like some hardcore New York stuff but again you know wow what a year if that all comes out next year I mean it probably won't it'll probably be mixed for the year after some of it but uh, if that all came out next year we'd have an, an audio avalanche of wonderfulness from extreme to classic heavy metal I think anyway that's that's the, the the list. That's the the lineup. I think what a. I mean, I've I'm only quickly scooting over those things, but Morbid Angel, Morbid, you know, wow. I mean that that alone is worth the wait. Um, you know, Metal Church, Merciful Fate, Man of War. God, it's just going to be crazy. This kill switch engage, but I honestly, please shoot me now. Every time I go to a gig, they seem to be there. And every time they go, they, over, they overrun. And every time I want to see the headliner, they eat into the headliner's time. I don't know. Maybe it's just... I just don't do it. It doesn't do it for me. Um, yeah, Nile. Those that don't know Nile, they're a, um, a death metal band from uh, Greenville, South Carolina, formed in 1993. Uh, they really... They know how to be extreme. I think they're one of the most extreme bands I've ever seen live. Uh, saw them, I did see them with Day Aside. I didn't see them with Obituary, I don't think. Um, and they, I saw them, oof. It, oh, it has to be at least 17 years ago. And it, they, yeah, just thumpingly heavy. Um, and they everything's in a drop tuning so you know it's you know clever and distorted and dystopian and um morbid and dark and aggressive and violent and thunderous it's just everything you love i love now as a band i think they're gonna um please come out if you're hearing this that you're just so worth it to listen to um not a massive discography for a band that's been around that long. Um, is that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten albums before this next one's come out? Um, amongst the catacombs of Nefra Car, Nefra Car 1998, it, please do yourself a favour and jump into that one. I might even review it, I think. 
um, those whom the gods uh, detest from 2009 at the gates of Sethu 2012 you can see what their um, their their lyrical storylines are like it's very um, ancient Egypt and um, pagan imagery it's just brilliant so that will be one for this year if it comes out um, it will be will be indeed um, that, well that's that's the wrap I think there's a few things I may have missed guys um, there's definitely stuff I haven't mentioned because I just haven't I don't, if I did that I could be here till midnight tonight well as I said jump onto my um, page um, Heavy Metal Tones Facebook page let me know if you'd like to do Patreon I'd love the feedback let me know if you if you what albums you're looking forward to coming out next year that I've mentioned is there anything this year that I've listened to that you want to say was amazing let me know with your you know your top five albums from last year your top five um, gig moments I don't mind I'd love to hear those um, again I feel like I'm back into the swing of things uh, last couple of episodes were a bit tough they probably came across that way as well sounding uh, I don't know hope not I always try and do my best when I get in front of the mic um, I hope you enjoyed that I really enjoy re- talking about what's coming I'm looking forward to the future and the year ahead uh, w- whether we have bad times or good times the year ahead is the year ahead right we can't get away from it it's coming let's hope that the war in Russia finishes soon that the Covid outbreak in China uh, the poor buggers that they're going through that um eases off quickly and you know that we as a species finally get round to not being assholes to ourselves but hey it is what it is I suppose um on that note yeah do come back to my go to my site have a chat uh, please do review the podcast and give me a, a five star first uh, one so I don't mind I don't no one seems to want to do it if you're listening and you do listen please do that um it just gives me more coverage uh more people listening to it more people access to it um and uh, yeah probably in the next it won't be now but when i get back from the uk in march i will do uh end of feb early march i'll probably do my patreon channel and start that up anyway talk to you soon guys have a cracking week ahead of you i hope you enjoyed yourself keep safe and we'll chat next week guys bye for now What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.